all right so yes yes so uh, i'll i'll cut to the chase so uh, what we are having here now is uh, 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 one of the classic activity at culture club right so culture club is a club uh, curated by culture monkey so here we uh, every week we we uh, talk to hrs and chros from leading organizations in india to uh, to mainly answer questions revolving around the theme of e culture so uh, in the last episode we had uh, uh, rishav from anmol groups the chro chro at anmol groups and we had a, we had seen a lot of interesting points from uh, brought up by rishav and today we have nitin from udan right so uh, we are so excited and i think yeah we can already get started ketan uh, uh, so i think you can shoot out the questions and thanks a lot nitin for joining in on a saturday uh, afternoon you know it's it shows that uh, you know the passion for this topic and of course the lot of points that we are about to discuss is going to uh, uh, turn out a lot of value for our viewers as well so uh, yeah over to you ketan thank you thank you santil and uh, of whatever i know of nitin i think that's the only day you can catch hold of him because the kind of the kind of work that he manages and uh, the kind of challenges that he's uh, dealing with i think uh, even saturday at time would be uh, pretty less for him I, i'm glad he's at home because last when i had a conversation with him i think uh, when he shared about his schedule uh, i was amazed in terms of the kind of productivity somebody could uh, manage at personal level so i think his day he said started as at 7 7:38 in the morning for work until 10 10:30 he said uh, uh, is when so then around 8 9:30 10 is when he starts clearing his mails to prepare for the next day and figure out what had happened so uh, in fact in fact uh, so uh, thank you thank you nitin for joining in uh, thank you central for that introduction and uh, nitin uh, one of the reasons i am here is uh, so so i do advise uh, culture monkey uh, i we i have been a, a consumer of culture monkey for some time and, and i fell in love with the product okay and somehow something worked out i realized that uh, i could be a part of their journey so so i'm advising them and one, one thing that we realized was how important is it to understand and, and listen to the leaders who are going to right now leading from the front and going to shape how the entire hr fraternity of future would uh, shape up and we discussed about few names so of course i i couldn't have done without your name uh central while we may, may may look like that we know each other for quite some time but but it's been about 5 6 months that we interacted yes. over something and uh, our conversation suddenly was almost as you said like a you're talking about things that we uh, really enjoyed it was coming straight from the heart we started talking about business number was yes. passed and uh, there there are few people that, that you could connect to so nitin was one of them for me and we've been exchanging calls or messages of wherever uh, we could manage but yeah i i think uh, uh, that's how we got connected and uh, for for the audience uh, uh, nitin heads hr for uh, 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 the the uh, blue white boy of the indian economy and the indian startup ecosystem called udan uh, if if you guys know don't know about udan you just need to go and search about udan but they are actually redefining the entire uh, uh, distribution system and the supply system across india uh, last that i know uh, i think they had already crossed into you had crossed about 25 30000 people already some uh, few months back and the spread across mm-hmm. as many cities that uh, are there in 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 the indian subcontinent uh, 
the mandate with Nitin is very exciting, very challenging. I think the the, the kind of, uh, of uh, the mandate him and his team has is phenomenal. Uh, they've been just upright, uh, been there in the thick and thin of things and, and uh, managing Kodan and leading Kodan. Uh, something very interesting, uh, I think uh, and this is something I wanted to possibly uh, speak to Nitin about. So, while a lot of people would talk about head being the head of HR at Udan, Nitin, I have seen only says is, it is HR at Udan. Nitin, what's the what's the thinking behind that? And uh, I think uh, world would world would die to be in your position, <laughs> right? But but that's so grounded, humble of you of, of actually just saying HR at Udan, and it, it looks super cool. So I, I thought why don't we start with that? So, so thanks uh, uh, Ketan and I think the feeling is mutual in terms of interacting with you over the last few months. Uh, well, I must say that uh, from a culture standpoint, I think uh, Oran as an organization is about a bunch of people who are passionate about the purpose that we are trying to solve. And I think as an organization, we try to really up, up value the contributions people make and not about what they have done in the past. And I think uh, that's something that is really a most exciting part of being a part of Oran. And I don't think anyone here talks about levels. We do not talk about designations. I think it's about the contribution. And I think that goes right from top to down, uh, bottom in terms of organization. And I think that's one thing that's, that's important. So whenever you talk to anyone at Oran, you'll obviously find you're talking about, about people who are talking about, okay, we are building Oran. And I think the purpose that has been set out is that we want to revolutionize, uh, 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 change the way commerce happens in India. And I think that's the most exciting part of it. So and I think, yes, you did happen to talk about working late. But I think that's also about the passion. I think I've been for to, with Uran for approximately now an year or so. And I think the energy that people bring to the table and to the organization is just mind-boggling. And I think it rubs on to you. So even if you do not want... I think you just, just feel like working more because there's a larger purpose, the larger connect and that's the most exciting thing about being with Udan. So yes, uh, it's not only me but everybody else. I think we all contribute. Uh, so uh, we as a company do not believe in designations to extend and we believe that uh, contributions can come from anywhere, everywhere. And the fact is that what you end up doing is, is, is sometimes uh, very effective very critical and sometimes not so critical. So every role has a part to play. And I think when we should value that rather than designations, because that's just a part of a, the way that we have been brought up in the Indian culture, Indian society, the designations and everything become very important, but not not at the way we want to look at work. Wow, thank you. I, I'm glad that uh, leaders of today are speaking and talking about that. and. Uh, I'm sure while that would have been an organization ethos, one you would have been an important member to define that. And second, I think living by it uh, is, is, is super important. So uh, I, I've been on LinkedIn for some time and I know uh, what what level people go to talk about and uh, express what they're not doing. But uh, glad, thank you so much. Uh, and, and the power of purpose is uh, very, was very evident. Probably that's the reason I think I connected so well with you because I could see that passion and that fire and like, you got to do this there's so much to do there's so much meaning to what we are doing so uh, thank you thank you and so much and i for think that. just to add on ketan it actually also goes a long way in terms of how you have been groomed by the leaders with whom you have worked for example i was lucky to have some of the finest leaders under whom i worked i remember still my time with standard chartered and probably with uh, with tata global beverages uh, uh, more so importantly because tata has a certain uh, 
perspective in mind when you talk about Tata's as an organization. Lot of leaders with lot of grey hair and lot of experience, wisdom, and all that. But I guess so. Uh, the way I was being groomed and the way I was allowed to challenge the status quo right from the time when I was with with Wipro to Standard Chartered and the Nikita Global Beverages, I think it really shapes your perspective. You know, and I think that once you learn that how it is able to help you grow. i think as a part of the gratitude towards those leaders and towards the fraternity you need to play that out to the people young budding talent under you so that you work as colleagues and i think today reverse mentoring uh, concept that there's so much happening that you really don't have an idea in terms of what are the latest things that are happening you know and all of these things you need to learn so i think learning is always a two way process and one cannot say that just because you have more years of experience or because someone is reporting into you you know more than them so i think today the time has changed in terms of looking at both way learning you know there are so many things i end up learning from my team you know for me to be very honest uh, i've been a guy who has always worked with lotus notes and outlook <laughs> working on gmail has been the line a challenge for me you know and in terms of okay for me every mail has to have an attachment on which i can work now working on google drive is something that i'm just coping up with you know <laughs> that is in a learning you know how do you feel comfortable working on that kind of platform from an organization where outlook and lotus notes was the only way given that they were far more secure encrypted ways of communication it's again a learning for me and i think in last one year with uran i think i really learned a lot in terms of how do you use slack and and gmail as a way of communicating And and obviously WhatsApp, which really becomes a lifetime. No, glad that you said uh, Lotus Notes and not Fox Pro, right? So I mean, as a see, uh, as an engineer, I have done a lot of time. Large part of my work was at startups, so I was able to relate to the flat hierarchy and uh, you know, uh, designation doesn't really matter kind of DNA. I was able to relate to, but the but, but the unique thing that here we are talking about is. And thousands of employees at Kudan, you're still able to retain that and have that contribution first mindset. That's something that you know really deserves, uh, you know, a, a great appreciation. That's what I think. Thanks. Right, right. Thank you, and guys. That's why Nitin is where Nitin is, and that's who Nitin is. So I'm glad. Thank you for sharing. In fact, this Outlook and the Gmail thing has been troubling me also a lot, and uh, I have again. For last 30 days, I've been trying to come back to Gmail. It's been very, very difficult. And this one day, so Sendil suddenly says, "So we've sent you a link to Slack." I said, "Okay, what is Slack?" <laughs> said, "You don't know Slack." I said, "Why don't know? I heard about it, but what would I do on Slack?" He said, "No, just please come on Slack. It's a fun place. You will see exchange of communication." <laughs> and I came in, and then I went out and I came in. But but yeah, I think uh, uh, a very important point, guys, that Nitin has said is about learnability. It's about evolving, learning from each other, and. Uh, Being nimble, I think I think that's what I'm hearing from him is that super important, and uh, it, I have also been fortunate uh, to an extent of working with uh, the best and the best of the leaders, and uh, yeah, I, I think I'm also a lot because of what I learned from them, a kind of opportunity that given. Uh, in fact, uh, when we talk about leaders in Iran, uh, I think I'll, I'll jump straight to the question. Uh, this entire thing about culture is is no better. uh can be spoke about in context of an organization that is uh, being uh, built and and first from somebody who's actually seen it with the biggest conglomerate in indian uh, uh, context and and a company whose culture in history uh, has also been 
uh, cited at multiple time for the example so it will be really interesting within uh, these five questions uh, we have five questions crafted out for you and a surprise one at the end so uh, you will have to wait for the end for those surprise question to come now this covid has been extremely extremely difficult and challenging for uh, every individual every leader every organization now how have you seen the conversations of the cxo change or evolve with the onset of covid i i i won't say post covid because we are still in the post covid and post covid is going to be there for pretty some time but how have you seen or have you seen a change in the conversation that the cxos have uh, in in terms of how do they see culture and about engagement what what's your point of view on that so sure. so krishna i'll start with the fact that you know necessity is the mother of all inventions okay and if i talk about it i think for the last few years there's been a very exciting title that has been doing rounds chief digital officer okay many organizations have tried to hire people and and the and the purpose is very simple how are you making organizations nimble agile and making sure that they are adopting digitization as a way of life uh uh and and the reality is that we have seen very far and few successes okay we are still trying to work out what is the actual metrics that has been that can be used to actually measure the effectiveness of a chief digital officer in an organization right and then covid happens and 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 then you say even some of the most uh, slow organizations in terms of adopting automation and in terms of digitizations are now vying for the best of the tools that are available to make sure things happen remotely you know right. and uh, and and that's the beauty of what constraints can make people do survival of the fittest we often talk about you know and i think that's what covid has actually led to you know for all of us because organizations are failing to be relevant and effective in case they are not adopting to the new ways of working we all have spoken about gen x gen y and all of those stuff you know in terms of how it is difficult for a gen y to report into a gen x a baby boomer or whatever you want to talk about you know these have been the conversations that have been there for last few years in terms of conversations and then talking about gig workers etc now i think from a manager standpoint or a culture standpoint two things really become very important work from home was a privilege right that many a time organizations and say managers were giving their team members and they're saying that look i'm flexible i am i am trying to give you a comfort of working from home and all of a sudden becomes that no it's not a privilege it's not a option it's the way of work you know it's the way of we are going to do work you know so i think there are two important factors that really play important role first is the trust okay trust is a very important factor do your managers trust that my team members are working in the interest of the organization and are not wiling away time right how do you create that culture of trust between the manager and the team members and second is the fear of losing control right that's an important element i have my team sitting next to me there is a particular requirement that is coming to me i know that i can leverage i can channelize them to get the work done in a particular way or a particular time now these are the two things which really whether you like it or not you don't have now now i know covid is a situation is there right now and it might be there for some time to come but from a cultural standpoint i feel that is this an opportunity 
that we can leverage to make it a sustainable reality for us and what it would mean from a cultural standpoint so i think there has been a time when managers work with a thought process of power control affiliation right now comes a time of resilience right oh, yeah. in terms of using discretion restrained discretion okay in terms of how do you deal with people how many managers today are comfortable that they are able to get through to their team in one single go what they expected just because i know that my team member is sitting here and even if i ask him or her to make a presentation she can do some work and she will come and i will guide okay no do like this okay i want these changes to be made this is not possible and these are few of the learnings by i really had when we were trying to make tata global beverages also move from a complete in house to an outsourcing model with tcs so that was a cultural shift that we were looking at that are my managers equipped to really give everything in a right one go rather than giving it in a piecemeal fashion you know and that was the exact thing i did when i was working with standard chartered and when you we were having a complete a uh, global project being run in terms of its scope international which was the uh, captive uh, backend for around all the hr processes across 55 countries for standard chartered so how do you really and it was really a cultural mindset you know in terms of being able to clearly articulate your expectations and make sure that you get the desired outcome without being nudging and being interfering too many times you know so i think from a from a leaders of today's perspective that will really become an important element for all of us can we really repurpose it you know from the from a perspective of the way we work you know like you were talking about the fact that probably from your office space etc you're looking at new options because somewhere down the line you know say someone has said that 21 days is someone takes to make a a, a particular thing yeah. a habit yeah right. today when we have been in for more than 3 months in a similar kind of scenario can we really re- repurpose it realign in terms of the way we work and the benefits are huge you know we all know we have been in a city like a bangalore where traveling from one part to another part may take one and a half hours one way imagine if three hours are being made available to an employee to to you it effectively for some of the things that he has not been able to do traveling one and a half hours one way you come to office do you think you really are in the best of the energy and a mood to be productive from the moment you enter the office no so how can we really relook at this entire thought process and make it really you know the the reality so i think that's one important element but to make that it also requires a lot of change one is from an infrastructure and when i talk about infrastructure it's not only about the physical infrastructure but it's also about the social infrastructure physical infrastructure would be in terms of okay availability of a of a, of a space within the within home where you can work right uh laptop printers everything else that is required a stable net connection but at the same time the social infrastructure about your manager being supported you know because one of the things that also happens that when you working from home somewhere down the line given this knack okay am i working am i being productive is my manager thinking that i'm productive will it impact my my performance rating so how do you really create that support and that comfort 
that if you're not working in front of your manager doesn't mean that you're not working you wiling away your time on 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 facebook on tiktok or whatever these latest social stuff has come out <laughs> so i think that really becomes an important element and it's for the leaders to make sure you know that they are creating that infrastructure and that support across the level so i think that's according to me a most important element for us to look at the ways of working you know obviously it gives a lot of opportunity from an organizational standpoint the way you were talking about rent is a important element and if today we talk about uh, say pandra uh, kurla in mumbai or maybe a hsr or maybe some of the other locations in delhi etc rentals are at peak at times it is really prohibitive imagine that amount of money being available for you to help you know employees do the work better from their home you know three hours of productive time they get to do not only from an office standpoint additional work but also some of the personal stuff which they have been neglecting so far maybe spending time with the family you know i think this is something that i feel would become important in the post covid scenario how do we learn from this scenario situation and make it a reality making life easy for everyone and doing away with with higher rentals that is required obviously second would be in terms of pollution traffic jams and more importantly quality of time that you end up doing work yourself and being available to your family now that's one way of looking at it obviously as you were also talking there are certain roles which require you to be available because they might be customer facing roles now equity and perceived equity are two elements which you and i obviously cannot shy away that one is the biggest challenge we as hr professionals end up facing when we have to deal with people so there will be a set of roles which can work from home and there will be roles which will require you to be in the market and obviously being in market at this point of time involves a certain element of risk right and we all as human beings principal agent theory whatever you want to call up wants compensated for that and we feel that we should be given due credit in terms of reward recognition etc so from an organizational standpoint it really becomes important how are you making that comfortable for an individual who's going out into the market in terms of what kind of infrastructure secure support and safety precautions you can provide for an individual to go and then how this is actually reflected back in terms of the way the particular hostilities of working in a particular environment are been taken into account when you look at recognizing and rewarding the people <clears throat> i think these are the things which from going forward perspective would really become some of the challenges or aspects i think organizations and leaders at organizations have to deal with and find answers for wow thank you quite a quite a lot of points uh, the one yes. that actually grab my immediate attention and very fresh and new and thank you so much Nitin for sharing that is the concept of social infrastructure uh, the role that a manager has to play in enabling this because yes i think uh, because i also coach people i i do understand the kind of uh, questions that people are having in mind and i'm glad that uh, the hr leaders of today and tomorrow are thinking about that that was really uh, amazing and uh, yes i think fundamentally it's about it's always been about trust so that shift from watching over the shoulders the shoulders of anybody to see it work to now having a trust and and i think yeah when i look back i think that i mean what very interesting point that you made was uh 
managers have to become sharper in terms of putting across their expectation and not assume that the person is right there and they can walk and then suddenly get the work done and when i look back i think i have also started doing that more i think when when i'm speaking to my team uh the meetings are sharper crisper with very very defined objective and uh, i have been hearing this amazing but everybody saying that most uh, in most cases the productivity is have shot up because uh, i think people have started thinking and uh, uh, even to an extent value each of this time but thank you so much nitin these are the few that i could capture of course there were a lot that you shared but uh, these were are the ones that actually are caught my attention thank you right great so uh, to add one point here right so i read that uh, to add to the productivity has uh, you know has increased there's another uh, positive that positive thing that has happened to uh, the folks in a team that actually work and are poor at internal marketing internally marketing themselves those are you know those are now getting real appreciations you know with this uh, on uh, you know with the onset of the remote work the guys who are really good at work but very poor in internally marketing uh, has gotten a good traction with this this is something that i learned in a read from somewhere you know yesterday or day before so thought and i'm glad glad to share right. so no, i think a relevant point because because uh, it's more in terms of the time that is available for you and i think most of this work happening on email and all that stuff yes it really becomes and hangouts and all yes so some of these things really are playing in terms of you know the underdogs in the workplace who never come to the forefront in terms of tom toming about what they have done yeah really gain out of it because it's all about your actual work and not actually only talking about what you could have done so yes i think a very valid point sentil you spoken about in fact in fact let me add there sentil and uh, uh, this so uh what happened four days five days back is there's a bunch of eight ten young engineering and product team people that we had and they actually uh used that time that was saying about this travel time that people save now these guys are uh, just started their career so not too high in terms of the uh, hierarchy but these guys actually in their time 10 of them worked together remotely and developed a covid vaccine tracker nobody has done that ever on this globe and the kind of traction these guys are getting from people abroad saying that why didn't somebody think about this these guys actually created a website and do check that out i'm, I'm promoting them because these guys are doing it out of passion it's called right. thevaccinetracker.com and right. they've suddenly started getting a lot of traction from a lot of people in product but uh, yeah adding these two points underdog suddenly came up because they are an opportunity yes. to demonstrate to the work and second i think they are able to save the time otherwise that they put in in getting ready setting up for office yes office going is a task right so i yes. think uh, they've been able to use that and uh, collaborate remotely but uh, wow wow thank you thank you sentil thank you nitin this 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 is exciting a lot for me to also think and learn but uh, glad that we spoke about that so uh, why nitin you you have already covered this in 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 the specific question in the first part but let me still uh, call it out now with these changes you spoke about a lot of things that needs to change now if there is the most important shift in terms of how business or line has been thinking about people or people practices what is that one silver lining or one of the biggest change that you have always been wanting to happen and uh, covid had possibly uh, helped uh, the the managers to think in that direction what would be that one thing i think the bandwidth okay i see uh, 
a lot of bandwidth is now made available because you are left with no other option but to trust and see the work would be done and it will come to you so you're able to use a lot of these bandwidth from thinking about what what are some of the things that you need to focus and think about which normally during your day to day interaction or day to day way you're working you will never be able to focus about right and i think that that from a organizational standpoint is a, is a, is a very very uh, key point because if you are able to unlock the value out of this bandwidth in terms of being channelized in the right fashion okay one the kind of value contribution you can expect from people and more importantly the overall manpower planning that is required right in a organization to do a particular task or the quantum of work will see a very different kind of mathematics this also makes you realize that okay in the next 3 months you know i have a very uh, good saying a friend of mine in us had told me that whenever he has moved his house from one uh, 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 place to another he always box, uh, uh, packs his stuff in the boxes and in case he doesn't unbox a particular box in his movement that means that this is not something that went for him so similarly wow. I think taking that as an analogy, if I think that if you have been doing a certain kind of task during the day, and if you're not required to do that task for for ten, ten, fifteen, twenty days, or maybe a month, probably you're just wasting your time, and you can have that bandwidth available for doing much better work. Wow! Thank you, mate. Yeah, very powerful. Thank you. So, what does this change what do you want this change this covid uh, has forced a lot of things on us uh, for the hr fraternity what are the two three things that you want this fraternity to start thinking and talking and then moving the direction uh, what's your point yeah. of view see i think i think uh, just taking it forward i think uh, we have always been talking when you're working with the sales organization or probably when you end up working with big workers one of the challenge that hr fraternity or professionals has is how do you engage and communicate with these people you know because there is a person who is working for you in a in a small town of say or a small city called jabalpur who doesn't have the organizational office or the colleagues with him he works he is just taking the brand of the organization and trying and trying to sell or trying to uh you know do certain aspects of work so his identity is not by the organization in that particular sense because he doesn't have the brand name of that organization or that that office space where he's talking to the people who belong and who are working for the same purpose you know so they're creating some kind of affiliation and some kind of engagement with the organization has always been a challenge when you end up talking about the sales people when you end up talking about the workers people who are working with multiple organizations how do you repurpose their entire thought to be aligned to the organization at the time when they are working with the organization has been a challenge that we all have been talking about now these were far and few challenge from an organizational standpoint because these numbers were limited now you talk about entire organization working not from one same single location or different offices or rather from home how do you actually keep that purpose alive the 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 motivation and the morale high in terms of being aligned to the organization and more importantly how do you end up communicating with them you know and i think if 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 all the energies from the hr standpoint today have to focus on is that how do you they keep the work meaningful 
how do they help people cope the stress that comes with working not in the same office right and make sure that they are finding the purpose and the sense of belongingness which otherwise is missing because we all are social human beings we need physical get togethers we need to connect with each other you know very often people have said that you know today the kids are so good on social media but when you have them in person they will struggle they don't know what to talk you know and those are some of the changes that are happening in our society given the use of technology and all that now from an hr standpoint while that is a new reality how are you still making that softer aspect of being people centric being being close to people not die down how do you make your communication is quite effective you know because that's the most important thing are people even able to relate you may have a addressing of 250 people at the same time but you can't open it for people to ask questions right in a in a in a public forum at that point of time because it may lead to a chaos which may mean that hr have to look at something like a slido etc which are online free tools available for you to engage ask questions and channelize those or uh, discussions in a rightful fashion today we start talking about coming to office coming to office is not only about doing your work you interact you learn you experience and hence you grow now today if that is not available and you expected to work from a cabin where you have no one else to really look after look, look to look up to or talk to how do you really make sure that you are learning and you're growing you know in terms of your experience your wisdom and all of that the entire training today that we talk about will undergo a massive shift you know because no longer you can have classroom trainings or workshops being conducted where 10 15 20 people are coming together and talking and to keep people really engaged and uh, and involved in a day long workshop on on internet or zoom or any of those things is really not possible so mm-hmm. i think that will really require how do you make sure that the learning doesn't come to an halt or doesn't slow down while we work in this new kind of work arrangement and i think these are the two things i think are the biggest challenges that i see from an hr perspective and how we as hr people enable that for an organization would be very important because that is some of the things that really worry people because as we get into this environment which is far more uh, full of ambiguity and 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 really you do not know what future holds for us i think one thing that will really keep us uh, ready is in terms of how are we learning and how are we up keeping ourselves updated with what are the latest things that can really impact us and all that requires training communication and engaging important you know uh and how do we do it is really a challenge no one has an answer but we'll have to figure it out outstanding but i think we can if you are okay we would like to have this conversation for next 3 hours because yeah, yeah, yeah exactly that's what i thought <laughs> every bit of it and i'm sure a lot of people would gain a lot of insight uh, of what you're saying but uh, thank thank you so much uh, for sharing that now i i'll just call it a quick question which may be a a, a next step for this one which, which i uh, carved out for you and that actually uh, is the core theme of this entire uh, episode and the conversation that we are doing so do you think do you see this culture becoming an e culture uh, as we go ahead because you spoke about infras not being there 
uh, it's, it's a lot of connected going to be virtual uh, while, while in retail that any it has existed but the the physical uh, interfaces are going to reduce and, and would remain as it is for some time do you think the culture is moving toward like the e culture would become a far stronger terminology okay okay then i will say that we have already in an e culture society okay and i think to give you an example i think last 10 years that i've worked in tata global beverages i think i used to connect very often through hangouts video conferencing with my my team out there in us australia uk and everything right today when you talk about the workplace outside workplace i think we are more comfortable connecting with each other on facebook whatsapp and all right so i think e culture is somewhere that has really become a reality okay now now why we are talking too much about it is because of the fact that today you are forced only to use e ways of connecting and 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 physical connect is something that has been always you know has been prohibited and you know as the psyche goes for for human beings you try to do more of that what you have been told not to do and that rebellion you know instinct of a human being is always very evident for all of us you know so i'm saying that yes today when you talk about e culture i think has been there but today we are forced to adopt e culture in a far more structured fashion than we would have done in the past so right. yes right. it is going to be there and it is the way of life it has happened for anyone Who's been working in multinationals? I think I know. I've been talking to colleagues maybe for five years, but I've only met them thrice in the span of five years. And we have a good app when we know everything about each other's family, what are they doing, how are they, how are kids, and all of that stuff. So connect always gets created. Rather, I would say that because from an e-culture to a physical culture, there's always a kind of hesitation, you know, because once you're so comfortable talking to each other. through a mobile or or from a whatsapp and all that suddenly you get those people in front of each other you don't know how they react and there are studies have been saying that you know in front of kids today we talk about it they are very good to interact with each other on facebook whatsapp and all that but the moment you put them in front of each other they really don't know what yeah. they have to talk about so i think e culture is there and i think it's only about how do you integrate it and make the relevance of it felt to the people you know ah. that it's a part of life and how do you use it you know in your entire 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 journey of interacting with people and all of that stuff you know because i just try to make sure that my kids are actually spending more time going out rather than just being in front of a television or talking on a through a snapchat and all of these things with their friends and all because the touch is lost you know so i see that e culture is a way of supporting a culture of an organization and yes a lot of things need to be done you know for example in last 3 months i think we have had one or two sessions where uh, we called it bucker uh, session where we made sure that you know the team the hr team is connecting with no purpose we're just they're talking and talking about some of those things which are irrelevant and asking for some funny questions and some games and all that because that also will require a lot of bonding because that is not happening in the physical environment so yes e culture becomes far more important and i think from an hr standpoint what really becomes important is how do you channelize your interactions on the electronic way or data so that they 
more meaningful because physical get-togethers are no longer going to happen now for few months to come. So I think that's the way I talk about it in terms of how do you really make it more meaningful and more productive to be say in terms of meeting the larger purpose of uh, you know being aligned to the organization, being aligned to the purpose of the organization and even what you as a team want to achieve. Wow, thank you. A lot of points out there. So good job. Thank you so much, Nitin, on, on the questions. On the, uh, one point to have, one point to add here is when you said, uh, you know, when kids are on, you know, finding it easier to communicate through text. You know, for adults as well. You know, uh, when you when you have to, uh, you know, go for an apology, it's much easier to type sorry, I'm sorry, and that's it. But to 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 look the other guy in the eye and really realize, dude, I made a mistake. And you know that somehow uh, uh, was detrimental to your life. And you know we're looking at each other now. Let me say I'm sorry, right? That's like there's a world of difference in between that and this. So uh, yeah, it's 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 this super point that you brought up, Nitin. And Shankar, to add to that, and of course on a lighter note, uh, you yes. this definition would change after you get married. So. I think <laughs> <laughs> okay. Learn how to look into the eyes right there and say sorry, even if you haven't done a mistake. So uh, prepare yourself for that. Okay. Okay, I think we will find this question for later. <laughs> but glad you brought it. Come with a lot of ease to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Right. Thank right. God, I'm not okay. Yeah, Nathan, I have five kind of a rapid fire questions for you. And uh, the first one is, if not HR. What would you have become as a profession? What 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 profession would you have? Uh, I learned? think uh, either it would have been a finance guy, uh, but people say I would uh, do a good as a sales guy. But I believe oh. I am a better finance guy. Oh. Nice. nice. Okay. All right. Uh, second, uh, your favorite holiday destination before COVID, pre-COVID? Spain, Barcelona, and Ibiza. Yeah. Spain has right. been there. Uh, yeah. Nice. And now, post-COVID, what would be your favorite uh, holiday destination? I would still believe it to be Spain. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, in fact, uh, we had planned that we were planning to be in uh, Spain this October uh, because me, uh, uh, my friends, few of the friends, and my cousin—I mean, my sister and all—and their friends, many of us had completed our 40th birthday. So we had planned that this. October, we would be in Spain. So the plan is still on, according to them. Uh, and we just have uh, to figure <laughs> how things pan out, whether we make it to Spain or not. Wow. I'm sure it will nice. work out. Right. Okay, now this is going to be a tough one. Cooking, cleaning, mopping uh, during COVID, which was the easiest thing to do? Mm, um, uh, <laughs> I'm very bad at all of them, you know. <laughs> I believe I can do good cooking, okay, provided I have support available, you know. So, I, I would say that uh, I'll still take my shot at cooking, provided I have support. Other things, I think uh, it's tough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good, and, and very, the, the most important question and more personal level, one thing that you would want or would you thank COVID for? Sorry, I didn't get it. You will? One thing that you, one thing that you personally thank COVID for. I mean, uh, uh, 
the, the entire entire air around being clubbing partying socializing and all of that stuff you know going to malls shopping you know all of this has come to a distant halt and you say that ke how these things are not so important and what's more important is something else you know uh, so i think that's that's one thing that i realized uh, in in the in the covid uh, time right yeah so 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 that's that's uh, you're saying that we can still live without all those shallow things right yeah right right so Absolutely. i mean i'm i'm just thinking that okay today you going to pubs you going clubbing you going for a night out you are going to a movie i mean I, i don't think any of those things that happened in last four months right right absolutely and, and and you're really your life is still going on and you're still happy and you're able to focus yes. on a lot more things so i think uh, that's one learning i have got i am super guilty whatever you said i really last uh, you know like seven eight weekends every saturday i woke up to a brighter world every sunday i woke up to, I, i really think what you saying makes sense right so yeah 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 and the second most important thing is uh, the pollution it has come down drastically you know i mean i know that uh, the amount of money the governor spent cleaning up ganges and now today you look at it it's much cleaner without spending a lot of money right 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 now i think covid uh, you know uh, all in all covid taught us to live a life of a minimalist you know there is a uh, 90 90 rule for a minimalist which is like you you take anything that you haven't used in the past 90 days at your home and ask the question are you going to use this this thing in the next 90 days coming any days if your answer is no you might as well dispose it you know you don't need that thing right so uh, that's some psychological minimalist is who uh, the uh, covid has taught us to 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 you know made us in that direction that's one thing i believe i can do you know right <laughs> because i'm not at all when it comes to plants and all i wish i could do something like that maybe that's the next area i need to work upon beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> i'm hoping i am confident i'm hoping i'll not use this even ask this question to my wife but that's i mean it looks like as for last 90 days have i added any value and for last next 90 days if am i going Going to add him. I don't have a place to go right now, so <laughs> I think if you can please cut <laughs> this session because she watches a lot of these episodes. So please, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> wow. No, but but good. Yeah, very relevant. Uh, I think uh, I have been doing that uh, for for few places and few things in my life at least. So if you ha- haven't used it, and I've been shifting places. You you know, uh, Bombay, Delhi, Bombay, Bangalore, and every time when we would like unpack. Uh, start packing and say, why did we even buy this? Why did we even buy this? And then that was one of the reasons we said stop buying, and we've actually stopped, reduced our spend, ex- uh, spend ex- expenditures on a lot of those things. But a powerful question. I never thought there is a theory or something like that, but uh, it, yes. it makes clearly sense. I have used that sixty month, six month lens. That have you used it in six months? If not, uh, yes. you're not going to use it uh, again ever. Right, right. It's it's also relevant to our downloads folder, right? If you go to your downloads folder on laptop, there's so much and you don't want to get rid of them, and you have to sit down and so so. Yeah, I think a lot of things always, you know, number of things increase your uh, 
you know it, it takes a totally peace of mind yeah clutter right. so yeah decluttering is a you know i was actually searching you know in us and all you have a lot of these agencies who will come and will declutter your home you know and and i was thinking that if i have to do it myself i can't do it can you find an agency in india who can do it <laughs> unfortunately i couldn't and i saw that could be one big nice business model in india decluttering homes as a as a as a as a service i know i know i will be the first one to even go and get someone to do that for me because i know i can't do it ंग and guys that was the uh, e so the from on behalf of culture monkey hope you guys enjoyed it thank you